This is Lynn Singer coming to you live from Lotus Studios in New York City with another weekly podcast based on my book, Breaking into Brilliance. In tonight's podcast, we're investigating our relationship to the spirit world. Therese Tucker is a spirit alchemist and co-founder of SpiritForSuccess.com. Through her gifts of channeling, mediumship, and empathic intuition, she helps people into their own abilities to transform their lives and create breakthroughs of an enormous capacity. Therese, welcome. Hi, Lynn. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you. (laughs) So how do you tell the difference between channeling, mediumship, and empathic intuition? Right. Well, um, it's a very subtle difference. So just to kind of go over what each is. So channeling is receiving a direct connection from source energy and allowing it through the body. And actually anyone who's doing something creative is doing a form of channeling. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm also a painter. Mm -hmm. When I paint, I'm channeling energy through me and it's coming out onto the canvas. Mm -hmm. That's channeling. Mediumship is the ability to talk to the non-physical. Mostly we're talking about people who have passed over to the other side and that ability to communicate and have a spirit conversation with a specific entity. That's mediumship. Empathic intuition is the ability to tap into somebody else's energy field and feel what they are feeling, get information from either the physical body about what's going on there or the emotional body, uh, as well as their spirit energy. So that, I think that sort of answers yeah, it in there. Absolutely. But <laughs> no, absolutely. I imagine that many of the people that you work with they want to connect directly to their guides, right? To their to the angels or to the guides that are working with them, that they know there there are guides, but they don't know how to talk to them directly. So do you do you help them do that? Do you teach them? Give them skills about that? Well, most of my clients, the first thing that they are struggling with before they can even think about their connection is their um, lack of personal belief they have a lack of belief Mm. in themselves and their Mm -hmm. own abilities so Mm -hmm. self-doubt that is the first wall that gets presented when i'm working with a client it's not that they can't connect they are connecting they're just not believing or trusting that connection right so what i actually do is i work with people to tap into their own self-trust to build that feeling of trust in themselves and their own beautiful instrument that they are using once they realize they're just blocking the signal and then they allow it in, then the information that they need is already there. How do they're, they how do they sense that it's not whether it's their intuition or it is actually the voice of a guide or an angel? So when I look at the frequencies, it, it is very similar. It's a hair's breadth difference, hmm. really and truly. I, that's why I refer to the energy as my team 
in mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a reference I make through Spirit for Success. We're always talking about our team and spirit, and that feels very inclusive to me. And it actually gets me out of my head in who is it that I'm talking to? Because your team includes source energy or God or the universe, whatever you prefer to call it. It includes your higher vibration, your highest self. Mm-hmm. It includes your guides, your angels, your ancestors. And ascended masters, you know, so it it really when you start to nitpick about who you're talking to, you're stuck in your head and you're not talking to anything. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good point. That's right. Okay. I do know that when I feel Gabrielle, however, Mm -hmm. I just I feel wings in the room on the ceiling. It's like very direct. I I have heard that from people that they either feel here. Uh, sense or see mm-hmm. things and this talks about which Claire you're most connected to mm-hmm. and um, when you... I experience angel energy I feel color and I feel a sense of um, largeness like for example I work with Metatron a lot and I feel a large golden energy it's very much when I see it in my mind's eye it's like the earth is this little ball underneath this giant cone of light and that's how I know that's Metatronic energy I'm working with. And so that would be basically, that's the energy you'd be working with at that moment. It would be that singular. Or is well, that, that still is, a part of the God energy, part of your own higher it, it self? Is, it, I want you to think of it more like transparent layers. Metatron is one mm-hmm, transparent layer. Mm-hmm. Underneath that, behind that mm-hmm. layer, like in the background, would be your guides and angels hanging out with them. And mm-hmm. then behind that, source energy. And, and so the layers shift, okay? So who you call forward is who you're getting. And see, a lot of people think, I want the angel to, to come to me. Well, this is all you need to do is set the intention I would like to speak with so-and-so. And that's the layer that comes forward. So your guides don't disappear. The universe doesn't go anywhere. You simply <laughs> are focusing in on a specific energy. This is terrific because I've read a lot about many different ways that people access and you're being very succinct and very very clear so you've said that most of the people come to you the first thing is that they feel very blocked they don't feel good about themselves and about contacting who they really are and you've said that the layers need to be moved away what is your experience with those layers and what starts to come through as each layer starts to release? So this to me is a question of whether or not they are realizing their destiny. Every person that I speak with comes into the call actually knowing what it is that they want. They just don't trust it. So the key word is trust. Mm -hmm. They actually know who they are and know who they want to be but they're afraid they're afraid to claim it because they're afraid that it's too good to be true Hmm. that the that the life that they dream of is somehow they're not worthy of having it even though they dream of it Mm -hmm. and i want to go back to a a matt con quote because this one cracked me open when i heard it which was that we do not dream outside of the sphere of our own destiny Yes, I've heard that. Yes. So anything that is that a person is coming to me with, especially in the, the realm of hope and desire and um, passion, that is dead on connected to their life purpose, who they are. So do they feel, do they accept that? If you, how 
what does it take for them to accept that? Is it like a, a th- one session, two, three sessions? How is it? Is there no way to, to judge that? It just depends on the individual. What's the working process? It is dependent on the individual. It depends on how much personal growth they've already started. If they're already in their personal growth process, mm-hmm. then hearing that information sometimes is the linchpin that unlocks them. If they're just starting out on that journey, what that does is it gives them this overwhelming sense of relief. There's usually a lot of tears and Mm -hmm. a lot of releasing Mm -hmm. of doubt. Mm -hmm. But it is like the pilgrim's journey with the two steps forward, one step back. And that's that's just your typical processing. We all do that. That's a typical processing in any creative endeavor. Exactly. Learning, any learning endeavor. You go forward, and then you, and then there's kind of a natural contraction while you're taking that inform. The body is taking the, the information in, and speak to. Um, you're developing f- a sense of four body types, right, or four senses oh, of yes. our body. So, the foundation of Spirit for Success. Spirit for Success is a business that I have with the wonderful Rach Wilson, who's in Australia. So I'm in the U.S. She's in Australia. And we have this gorgeous business called Spirit for Success. And it actually came about through channeling sessions I was doing with her that we were recording. And we were just on a sort of information gathering mission. That was the point was let's see what happens when we tap into a certain energy. and What do we get? And what started happening is getting download after download about a very specific way that our intelligence processes And we ended up calling it the four intelligences, and I'll go through it really quick. But we actually have four intelligence centers, uh, energetic intelligence centers, where we usually only recognize one. They're actually starting to recognize the heart as an intelligence center. But most people recognize the mind as Mm -hmm. your intelligence center. Mm -hmm. The download that I've received is that we have four. There is the spirit intelligence, which resides above the head. Then your mind intelligence, which obviously resides in the head, heart intelligence, which resides in the heart, and body intelligence, which resides just around the solar plexus. This is kind of a revolution of understanding who we are, right? Exactly. So a lot of times, um, if we're not aware of all the ways that we send and receive information, we're blocking it. Mm. So the ability to connect with your intuition, that's that is connected to your ability to recognize and access your spirit intelligence. I want you to think of spirit intelligence being the World Wide Web. And your mind is more like Google, the browser. Right, <laughs> that can right, search right, it. Right, right, right. But it isn't it isn't the World Wide Web. It's the search engine, right? So the this is a way to access your own intuitive instruments is being aware of this extra intelligence you have with spirit energy. And then we move into the heart, which is about relationships. It's about picking. This is how we receive energy and information, sending and receiving energy and information to other people, other beings. Mm -hmm. We're actually picking it up through our heart intelligence center. And Mm -hmm. just a fun fact about the heart, um, heart math, I think it's called heartmath.org. They've studied that the electromagnetic field of the heart is 60 times greater than that of the brain. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know and that heart you can math. actually affect and receive from people over, I believe, a mile and a half away. Great. That's fantastic. And they've discovered that there are 
um, that the heart has its own brain cells. The heart literally a has a brain. But I've heard all the organs have brains. Yes. Well, all there's the so, organs. They do. They do. They have this meridian of intelligence tapping into mm-hmm, each other, the mm-hmm. center of which is right in our gut, right? So we're always talking about gut feeling, mm-hmm. gut intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's the body intelligence. Great. The body serves as a library that holds all information you receive, gets filed into the body. Thank you, Therese, very much. It's been wonderful. Oh, you're so welcome. Therese and her many gifts and many offerings can be found at spiritforsuccess.com. This is Lynn Singer, and this has been another Breaking into Brilliance podcast. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you enjoyed this discussion. Until we meet again, light, beauty, and peace be with you.